Welcome everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Erez Aminov. He's the CEO of Mirror Pharmaceuticals. Good morning, Erez. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you for having me on. Pleasure. So first off, congratulations on your recent IPO. We're very excited. For those that aren't familiar with uh, Mira Pharmaceuticals, can you just give us a, a quick overview of the company? Certainly. Uh, Mira Pharmaceuticals is an early-stage life science company at the forefront of innovation in the pharmaceutical industry. Our major pipeline drug, Mira 1A, is a groundbreaking new molecular entity with patents issued and pending worldwide. It's the first-ever unscheduled synthetic THC in a pill designed to address anxiety, chronic pain, and cognitive impairment without the impurities and side effects of plant-based THC. This product is a unique addition to the market, relieving pain and anxiety while enhancing cognition, setting it apart from existing solutions. Now, this drug, is it a platform drug or is it just for one indication? Well, currently we are going after anxiety, cognitive decline in early stage dementia patients, uh, but we're going to be looking at potentially pursuing a chronic pain as well as an indication. And in terms of the competitive landscape and the size of your addressable market, can you touch on that? Sure. Uh, Mira Pharmaceutical stands out as a pioneer with our revolutionary Mira 1A drug in the competitive landscape. Uh, drug approvals for pain and anxiety have historically faced significant challenges, uh, mainly due to difficulties outperforming placebo effects. It's been over a decade for pain and anxiety since a new class of drugs was approved that's not an opioid or a benzo. Our product's novelty relieves anxiety, pain while boosting cognition with minimal adverse side effects. There's currently nothing like this in the cannabis market offering a truly unique and differentiated solution. Uh, moreover, uh, Jeff, uh, the current market is highly competitive and oversaturated. Still, our unscheduled status gives us a competitive advantage, and the prescription-based approach opens up a potential insurance coverage, making our product more accessible to patients in need. So we haven't seen to date uh, a drug that showed in preclinical studies that it can not only alleviate your anxiety, alleviate your pain, but it enhances your cognition. In preclinical studies done over at John Hopkins Medical School, uh, we have shown that in wild mice, we increase their cognition by 100%, uh, which is unheard of. So we're very excited about this drug. So, so what's the current state of care for the indications you're, you're going after? Unfortunately, today, Jeff, if you're experiencing anxiety, which uh, 40 million Americans have anxiety symptoms in the U.S. Uh, the first line of care is a class of drugs called uh, benzo, benzodiazepine. Benzodiazepine are a class of drugs uh, that are used as a first-line treatment for patients suffering from anxiety. Uh, some of these drugs you might be familiar with, like Xanax, uh, Clonopin. Unfortunately, these anti-anxiety drugs are not without their side effects, and some of the side effects cognitive impairment, sedation. In elderly people, uh, sometimes they can fall and trip because they're on these heavily sedative drugs uh, that can cause them even further injuries. And one of the um, major issues that we're trying to address 
is imagine the elderly people who are experiencing early stage dementia. They're starting to have some form of memory loss and it's causing them anxiety because suddenly they can't remember things uh, or whatever other anxieties they've had or they're dealing with. But now they're getting prescribed a benzo which is not only counterproductive to their cognition state, but it can actually cause them to hurt themselves. In the long run, it's not the best solution. The other medicine that doctors use are a class of drugs called SSRIs. Um, SSRIs can work effectively in some people, but it takes about two to four weeks for your body to be able to process and absorb the drug to be able to uh, provide some anxiety relief, and those are not without you know, unwanted side effects as well. And in the pain market, unfortunately, we're all familiar with opioids. Opioid addictions have been on the rise. They're habit-forming, uh, and they are extremely uh, bad if taken for long-term use. So, and those are scheduled drugs, uh, where our drug is a non-scheduled drug. Uh, it'll treat your anxiety, help relieve your chronic pain, all with something we're all very familiar with, right? Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids have been studied for millennia and they're fairly safe. So our drug candidate is a cannabinoid-based drug that we were able to remove all the negative effects that you would get from a plant-based THC. So we're very excited about what we're bringing to market. So what's the regulatory pathway and, and where are you in it in terms of phase or stage? So currently, we're a preclinical stage company. Uh, we are working towards completing our toxicology work, our toxicology studies, uh, by Q1 of 2024, so uh, early next year. Additionally, Jeff, we aim to file an investigational new drug application by Q3 of the same year. Once the IND is accepted, we intend to initiate a phase one clinical trial within 30 days post IND. But our ultimate goal and plan is to progress towards a combined phase one, phase two trial after the IND approval. Uh, and we believe we can achieve this milestone because we're going to demonstrate the safety of the drug. So we're hoping that the FDA would approve a phase one, phase two, which then will allow us to demonstrate safety and efficacy in one trial. So at this early stage, what gives you the confidence that you're on the right track? Our preclinical focus that we've been working on over at uh, John Hopkins uh, Medical School, our top scientific researcher and president, uh, Dr. Adam Kaplan, is the former director of the John Hopkins Ketamine Clinic, as well as the Department of Psychiatry and Neurology at John Hopkins. Uh, he's had over 73 scientific articles and has been researching cannabinoids uh, at John Hopkins for over two decades. He's been mainly focused on depression and cognitive decline, so he's been doing most of the research on the drug, and he's never seen anything that enhances cognition while alleviating your pain and your anxiety. Dr. Chapman is our Director in Regulatory Affairs and Drug Development Guy. He's the former head of IQVIA worldwide. He brings vast experience from successfully submitting more than 25 new drug applications with the FDA, with over 40 clinical trials, phase one through phase four, that he's managed to date. So with our team of, of experts, we are certain that we can take this through a successful phase one, phase two with the FDA, and potentially 
you know, get it ready for a clean entry for a pharmaceutical company uh, to come in and, you know, either partner up with us or have an acquisition. Very good. So how is this drug taken? Orally. It's an oral pill, and you feel the effects uh, quite quickly. It's a small molecule that crosses the uh, blood-brain barrier. It's based off of cannabis, I think. So do you have IP, or will you be protected? Uh, We're protected pretty much worldwide. Now, it's a new molecular entity, right? So it's it's similar to the current cannabinoids uh, that we know of, like THC and CBD, but uh, we've uh, modified and altered a chemical compound to allow us not to have the side effects that are associated with the current cannabinoids out in the market, synthetic and non-synthetic. So ultimately, Jeff, just in short, the THC and CBD are naturally occurring alkaloids uh, found in cannabis plants, and they act as the plant's defense mechanism against predators. However, they can also interact with specific receptors in the human body, leading to various side effects, like pro-anxiety, cognitive impairment, and so on and so on. But we've altered the, the, the structure so when a human takes our drug, uh, it doesn't have those counter uh, negative effects that you get from plant-based THC and CBD. And if I heard you correctly, you, you hope to have it uh, be prescribed and, and reimbursed. Are there existing codes for this now? Uh, no, there aren't existing codes, but you know, we, we plan on going through the FDA uh, for the uh, safety and efficacy and approval. The way we look at it is the value for the investor is in a, is in a prescription drug right? You have the cannabis market is about $30 billion, and it's estimated to grow to $48 billion by 2027. I think in 2022, the cannabis sales were more than beer and chocolate, uh, and almost reached very close to beating uh, tobacco and nicotine sales. So there's a huge growth and consumer acceptance in the cannabis side of things. And we feel that being able to bring a potentially unscheduled cannabis drug will really open up the market where today there are only 8,000 dispensaries in the U.S. doing about 30 billion. Uh, We potentially could have over a million doctors who can write this prescription and get it in the hands of of patients that really need the care. And just as a side point, if you're a federal employee and there's over 2 million federal employees, they cannot use cannabis because they get tested and it's federally illegal and it's a scheduled drug. And another thing that's uh, really uh, interesting to me is the fact that the Veteran Association uh, is the largest consumer of pharmaceuticals in the U.S. And they have a major need uh, for their vets that are dealing with anxiety and chronic pain, and they cannot give them cannabis because cannabis is not covered by insurance. Uh, So we can potentially really uh, reach a much broader market than cannabis can, and we're not directly in competition with cannabis because uh, we don't have the side effects that cannabis has. And just being able to address the neurological market, uh, which has a 90 plus billion total addressable market, is tremendous opportunity for us as well to treat anxiety and cognitive uh, decline in patients. So is this something anticipated for U.S. only or, or other countries as well? Currently, our focus is just on the U.S. That's where, the, um, that's where most of the market value lies. 
And did you develop this in-house, or did you acquire this molecule, or what? Yeah, this was developed uh, in-house and then uh, researched over at John Hopkins uh, Medical School. We have uh, figured out how to make the drug, and uh, like I said, we're taking it through our tox work, uh, gearing up for an IND, and uh, by the end of next year, we'll have our phase two hopefully completed. And then, so it's a little early, but in terms of go-to-market, is it something you plan on doing on your own, or do you have a partnering strategy? It's, it's a good question. Currently, our company has an exit-based strategy model, which means we're not actively pursuing a partner currently, but our primary focus is advancing the development of MIRA-1A to achieve a successful Phase two trial. Uh, this way, we're paving the way for a clean pharmaceutical entry to acquire us. So our exit strategy is... is is after phase two when we can show safety and efficacy in a human trial. Okay. And in terms of these trials and studies, you know, are they large? Are they going to be done all in the U.S.? Or can you give us some color on that? Uh, yeah, we are planning on, on having everything done in the U.S. I cannot speak to the size of the study yet because that's yet to be determined by the, uh, by the FDA. But uh, it, it's probably going to be uh, a normal size a study and uh, Dr. Chapman, our, our head of regulatory affairs, is uh, has been doing this for pretty much most of his life with about 50 clinical trials under his belt. So we're confident that we'll be able to get uh, through this phase uh, quick quickly. You, you touched on this a little bit, but can you give us an idea of the timeline of events and milestone uh, over milestones over the next year or so? Sure. Sure. So, uh, like I mentioned before, we're working towards completing our tox work by Q1 of 2024. Additionally, we aim to file an investigational new drug application by Q3 of the same year. Once the IND is accepted, we intend to initiate a phase one, phase two clinical trial. So we're hoping to have uh, all these milestones achieved by the end of next year. So what do you wish I asked you that I failed to ask so far? I think you hit every point. Well, I really appreciate you sharing the mirror story. Yeah, thank you very much.